0: Welcome to the one-year anniversary of the Steve Lukoski podcast. The uh, first episode was the third of March, two thousand and twelve, and well, it's the start of March, for, um, March fourth, to be exact. And well, what can I say? It's uh, it's been fun. It's been a whole year. I've had it so far. It's been uh, quite successful. We went from a terrible microphone and terrible sounding podcast to a more professional sounding podcast and more distribution more listeners more feedback and i've gone from <laughs> months without a podcast to every couple of weeks recently it's been uh on and off but just uh that's what happens when you're busy it's been monthly so far but i have had some interviews i had the lovely jennifer hale i had lisa bell from nerd biscuit and i have a lot more coming up so yeah this podcast can only grow And this podcast is, of course, connected with my radio show every Saturday night. So that brings on more listeners and more people and more exposure. We're also on the Stitcher radio network, so that brings in even more listeners. So however you're listening, I really appreciate it. This is the one-year anniversary. This podcast is proud to
1: be a part of the Blueberry Network. Find freshly picked podcasts just for you at Blueberry.com. That's BlueberryNoEase.com. At Stitcher, we're reimagining talk radio and defining a new way of listening. It's something we call smart radio, and it makes connecting with your favorite programming and staying informed or entertained easier than ever before. With Stitcher's free mobile app, you can stream all your favorite podcasts and radio shows to your smartphone without downloading or syncing to find something to listen to, you can browse our topic stations to find one of our more than 6,000 on-demand shows on anything that interests you. Pick shows from hundreds of premier sources like NPR, the BBC, and CNN, or simply search for a specific personality, source, or topic of interest. Just tap any show to play the latest episode on demand. Once you've found your favorite shows, Stitcher makes it easy for you to keep up with your favorite programs and discover new ones. Start stitching together a custom station to fit your interests and your life. Stitcher keeps your stations up to date with the latest episodes so you can stay connected whenever you want. With listeners listening for millions of hours each month, we're getting smarter about helping you discover new shows and episodes you might be interested in. Recommendations based on what other listeners also like is just one of the many ways we're planning to help you explore the world beyond music. Stitcher is the best way to stay connected with what interests you while you're on the go. Whether it's the latest news, the radio station from home, or your favorite podcasts, Stitcher puts it at your fingertips. All you have to do is press play.
0: As I said in the intro, this is the one-year anniversary of, well, the Steve Wilkoski podcast, my podcast, my, uh, online journal, I guess you could call it, since people don't usually use pen and paper to write things down anymore, especially if they want to write journals or, uh, you know, write down what happened during the day. The new medium is, right, um, the new medium is microphones, podcasting, YouTube, tv wherever else you work or wherever else medium you want to use it's new it's what's happening now and it's been a uh, long year it's been a big year 2012 when the world was meant to end and um i'm sure a lot of people were looking forward to it i was not one of those um <laughs> yeah that whole main thing with the end of the world the world's ending they said the exact same thing when 666 came around or if you want to use the proper date zero six zero six zero six, which was uh June 6 2006 yeah <laughs> Um, As I was saying, 2012 was a a weird year, a big year for the podcast, I launched it in March and it's kind of grown ever since. I pretty much covered that in the uh, intro. I do have some interviews that I do need to get around to posting, I just haven't had the time to edit them together and then upload them and put the intro in and uh, double check them and whatnot. Uh, I really got to find the time to do that. And I do have a bunch of other interviews coming up that I have planned, especially with Sydney Supernova coming up in June. There are a couple there are a bunch of people I'd like to see there. There's uh, Edward Furlong from Terminator Two, or his quick cameo in The Green Hornet. And there are also a bunch of other people that are gonna be there. There's uh see Melbourne kind of have it a bit better. They have on. they I was about to say <laughs> I was about to say they have Arnold Schwarzenegger, but that's not right. They actually have David Hasselhoff, they have Michael Rosenbaum, which I really wanted to see because I believe if I did mention it last year on probably same time last year I was saying that I was hoping he'd be at Sydney but he wasn't and well F you Melbourne <laughs> seriously they seem to get the uh, pretty awesome people Sydney have their own as well Sydney don't have it too bad the uh, Sydney supernova list isn't as bad as well you know I'm making it out to be because well it's not S- Sydney supernova isn't too bad, either. But um, I will run down the list of people who will be there for the Sydney exhibition because they usually do have them, you know, in bulk. They have Melbourne and Perth, or uh, and then Queensland and Sydney, and then Brisbane and Adelaide, and uh, so forth. But um, all right, Sydney. They have Margot Kid uh, Margot Kidder, who was Lois Lane from the original Superman from One to Four, and she was currently in Emmettville. Amityville Horror, Alan uh, Tudyk, who was in Firefly and Serenity, now with Firefly, I didn't really enjoy Firefly, to be honest, I I watched it, I have it, I saw the whole series, eh, didn't really enjoy it as much as people, well, as much as other people do, they really love their Joss Sweden and his verse, as they call it. Also gonna be these, as I said, er- Edward Furlong from Terminator 2, American History X, And a bunch of others. We have Claire Kramer from Bring It On and Glory in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then we have Oliver and James Phelps from the Harry Potter series. They were Fred and George Weasley, uh, brothers of, well, the twin brothers of Ron Weasley, obviously. Then we have Eve Miles. She was Gwen in Torchwood and she was in Doctor Who. I don't remember her in Doctor Who, to be honest. Maybe I'm missing something here, but I do not remember her in Doctor Her unless she's... No, I'm I'm thinking of the new companion. I can't remember her name either, but we have Kai Owens, another Torchwood veteran. We got Eon Mac- uh, Macken. We have Christina V, uh, that's a voice actress, Christ- also Christine Cabanos. Mark Brooks, Alex Savic, George Perez, David Yarden, Raymond E. Feast, Jenna... Oliver, and Juliet Mariella, who is uh, the Seven Waters writer, and Laurie Holden, who of course is, uh, what's her name, uh, Angie, 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 I can't remember, um, from The Walking Dead, the really annoying character, she cancelled, but the Sydney one isn't looking too bad, the Melbourne one, well, it kind of beats Sydney a little bit there, We have a top billing going to uh, David Hasselhoff and Eliza Dushku. Barbara Eden is back again. They have Rose McGowan, Michael Rosenbaum, Adam Baldwin. Seriously, Melbourne have got their shit together. They have the really, really good ones. (laughs) I would do anything to see Adam Baldwin and Michael Rosenbaum. Huge fan of Smallville. Huge fan of Chuck. Rose McGowan, eh. Don't really care. Then we have Dino Gorman and Graham Mc- McTavish. They were from The Hobbit. So a bunch of hobbits. Uh, even Costa Zoo is going to be there. Mark Ferguson. Tony Todd. James Duval, Noah Hathaway. Who else? We have so many people that are coming to Australia for all these. Uh... Now, as I said, I'm only interested in Sydney. Well, because I'm not going to go to Melbourne. <laughs> even if I do enjoy these people. Uh, I'm keen for, you know, Sydney. Sydney's enough. As I said... Alan Tudyk, Edward Furlong. Uh, what else do I really want to see? Um, Eve Miles. Not that bad, Torchwood. Don't... Doesn't doesn't really uh, bother me. But as I was saying, that's Sydney Supernova coming up. I will talk about it closer to the date and give a little bit of update on who I may or may not be interviewing. If you don't know what Supernova is, then uh, go check it out. It's fun. Last year I was there when I interviewed Jennifer Hale for New Game Plus. Also a bunch of other people I cannot remember at this time sorry I, I really cannot remember at this time who else I was talking to it was a year ago <laughs> Jennifer Hale is the only interview I uploaded the rest are on television you can find those at newgameplus.tv they are there somewhere in the archives or it's available on the torrents you can do that as well it was good hopefully I should be a part of New Game Plus TV this year as well if not I will still be attending Supernova as a press person, one of those annoying press people uh, interviewing whoever I can while I'm there and I will definitely have to post them on the podcast. Also on the show today, as I said, it is the one year anniversary. I, (laughs) to be honest, I really didn't have anything planned. I was, didn't even plan on doing an episode today until I realized that, oh shit, it is March the 4th and the one year anniversary was on March the 3rd. 2012 uh slp number one the pilot potisode slp 20 is gonna be <laughs> which is this episode which will be the one year anniversary of the show it's been it's been really fun last week's unscripted episode wasn't i wasn't even planning on uploading that episode last week either but i thought it's been you know a while since i really uploaded one since the, uh, SLP 18, it was, uh, the 27th of January, and I'm like, shit, I can't really go a whole month without uploading an episode, and it would have been a month, one year anniversary would have been SLP 19, but I thought, you know, the Oscars are on, and I want to talk about the Oscars, and I had time to kill on Sunday, oh, sorry, not Sunday, uh, Monday, Monday night, and, well, you know, I better just quickly put up an episode, I did, eh, not the strongest episode, don't, really think it's that great to be honest yeah the oscars the oscars were kind of fine uh i didn't really enjoy seth MacFarlane, to be honest his hosting duties weren't that great but what did people expect when they were hiring the guy that created family guy they knew they were going to get musicals and terrible jokes and bad feminism bullshit and being sexist and racist and uh talking about religion and politics and that's what they should of known when they were hiring seth MacFarlane. in my opinion i think they need to hire better comedy maybe writers or comedy hosts i personally Jed apatow hosts the oscars him seth rogan evan goldberg james franco jonah hill jason siegel jay baruchel you know the whole even bill hader but i would like to see the apatow crew host the oscars have five of them there, let them host it, do a full comedy one, let them write it, produce it, and I think it would probably be really funny. Am I being biased? Yes. Yes, I am being biased, because they are awesome, and I'm a huge Epitale fan. Not so much with This Is 40, didn't really enjoy that. That's just my opinion. Also onto something else I wanted to talk about, um, the new Assassin's Creed game has been announced, which is Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag by Ubisoft they seem to be releasing games yearly again after they did with um they had Assassin's Creed 2 then Brotherhood then Revelations I really enjoyed that trilogy there I really wish they ended the series there but unfortunately they didn't and they decided to make number three which was terrible and now they're gonna go with Black Flag which is number four and it's uh moving on more to the pirate but hey let's have a listen to the trailer
2: All right, lads. I'll give you Blackbeard's honest opinion. You ask me, can this new captain promise you a life of prizes, plunder, and adventure? Aye. For amongst all the gentlemen of fortune sailing these West Indies, he ranks amongst the most clever. There was a time when I thought myself... The deadliest scourge of these seas. But this man... ...is a fearsome dog that feeds of trouble and turmoil. I seen him clear the deck of a Spanish galleon like it were nothing. Fighting like a devil, dressed as a man. And he's a canny one. Knows his way round every crag and crevice of these islands. So if his fortune and adventure you seek, then Captain Edward Kenway's your man. Only, don't meddle in his private affairs. For there's more mystery to that man than even I dare ask.
0: And uh well there you go, that's the new trailer for Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. The uh it's gonna be released in October. Now you can find that a proper video if you don't want to listen to it, you'd rather actually watch it. Well, you can do that, head on over to assassin's creed.com. And recently Adam Cessler from Review Free had an interview with creators of the game, and here is a little bit of that.
2: I'm so happy to be joined by Ash Ismail, the game director on the just-announced Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Uh, Pleasure to be here.
3: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: Um, I had a feeling we'd be seeing another Assassin's Creed game. I did not expect it would actually have a number in the title. Um, This is a new adventure, a new character. It's not Connor from Assassin's Creed 3. What was the thinking to do something so entirely new for the next game?
3: Uh, From uh, way back in conception of this game? Uh, we really wanted to focus on uh, the Kenway family saga. So, uh, where AC2, with, with AC2, we started the Ezio trilogy. Uh, we wanted to change things up, and we decided to go with the Kenway saga. And Edward, uh, being the father of Hytham and the grandfather of Connor, uh, he is the character that brings the Kenway family into the Assassin Templar feud. And we wanted to tell his version of the story. And, uh, and because of the timing, it happens in the 18th century Caribbean. So this allows us to play with the pirate theme, Uh, so it really had a lot of uh, potential. And so we did uh, go for a brand new experience. So AC4, uh, and the reason it's 4, it's not just that it's a new setting or a new hero. It's that the experience is really drastically different. It is a really new, refreshing, different AC than previous ACs. When we start delving deep into the history, of the, the, the figures, the events that happened, we found that there was a lot of depth there. There was a really uh, important part of history that happened here with really over-the-top characters. So Blackbeard being arguably the most famous pirate that existed, this was a man who, who actually created a persona called Blackbeard. And it was something he did actively to, to avoid murdering people and killing people. He actually abhorred it. And uh, so this, this element of the persona and then the man behind the persona, we wanted to tell this because it's really interesting, it's really character driven uh, and there is a, a grittiness and a reality to it that we felt is missing in mainstream media. Uh, as you said, uh, pirates have been quite romanticized and we feel that there is this incredible opportunity to tell this uh, incredible reality of pirates. Um, and, and this is what we try, strive to do. We're really telling uh, you know, the, the kind of HBO version of Pirates uh, as opposed to the, the Disney-fied version of it. The way we look at it is the first true naval open world game, and what that means is the world that we've created, it's a very different world than previous ACs. We still have the major cities, so we have three major cities, um, but the way they're structured, the way they're put in the world, Uh, It's not at all the same as previous ACs. It's really more about this big Caribbean world that has many locations. There's 50 unique locations in the world with the sea and the sea has tons of activities in it. And so it's really more about traversing and exploring this world instead of spending, you know, an hour or two in one city and then moving on to the next city. So the way you consume the content, the way you progress through this world is very different. It's drastically different. The pure mechanics of being an assassin, uh, these are th- things that will be comfortable for players. So players will pick this game up and feel, yes, this is an Assassin's Creed game. But the way it's wrapped, the, the depth of the naval system, uh, the, the the depth of the new pirate, pirate mechanics and the new abilities from Edward, uh, this is all really refreshing stuff that should give a, a brand new experience to players. So we are confirmed on Xbox 360, PS3, Wii U, PC, and PS4
0: well um there you have it that is the as much details as you can get right now on the new assassin's creed for black flag and you can go pre-order your copy on uh, assassins com. thank you for being with me for the full year i know there wasn't 52 episodes because well i just haven't had the time to do it one a week unfortunately don't forget you can contact me twit scooper steve on uh, twitter podcast at steve dot com, and yeah thanks for listening taking us out this week is uh, the song by Nine Inch Nails, The Beginning. This song of course is provided by the FreemusicArchive.org. See you next time.